Happy Christmas, everyone. Merry Christmas. I have to say, um, from the bottom of my heart, honest and truly, this is my favorite holiday. I know it's not for everybody, but I I genuinely look forward to it. I know, I know. Grinchy woman. It's actually the first time I'm not celebrating the holidays with my family. So, you know, surprisingly, I'm still enjoying it. (laughs) Do you enjoy it more now? No, not, not. No, I mean, like, surprisingly, I'm not that bummed out about it, though. So. Oh, <laughs> by the way, who are we? We are We're the, the Subotours. <laughs> and we like movies. <laughs> Yay! I'm Anjo. Hooray. I'm MJ. I'm Misha. Yay! <laughs> Welcome no, to a holiday edition of Subotours. Merry Christmas! Hooray! Hooray. Ah, Merry Christmas! <laughs> Merry Christmas! <laughs> Insert bells. I think that's the traffic, you know, that's the, the traffic. I mean, the, the oh fatigue my God. from driving through the traffic. But. Oh Can my I God, just it's say… Like back to normal. It's stupid. It's crazy. It's like, I think it's I worse than normal. Pandemic, but everyone's out. Uh, that's you know why… They say? Christmas parties are banned. Not. Nah. <laughs> it's insane. And, um, I had to like tell all my, you know, all the people I usually give gifts to. Like, can I just like… Give it to you after because I haven't really shopped for them because there are way too many people out in the malls and I don't want to get COVID. So it's like what we did, what my wife and I did was just we baked cookies. Um, that's why we haven't given the gifts out yet because we're make we're trying to count how much cook how how many how many we make per batch just so we could figure out how many I mean how many people we can give to. So we're also trying to figure out how how much containers we need also. So mm. well. First batch, they, we dropped off a couple of batches for some of the relatives first because it's easier that way. Uh, mm-hmm. You guys will be getting your cookies. Should be getting Hooray! Your cookies. Hooray for <laughs> cookies! Yeah. Um, <laughs> yep. <laughs> so there. So dropping <laughs> so off. So even okay. our listeners We've, will be getting cookies because they're hearing this. <laughs> maybe I don't know. Uh, anyway, anyway. <clears throat> no, but Send yeah, traffic your was addresses. so bad. We had. We had you know, traffic was so bad. We had to drop off like a batch of cookies to to Pasha's, to my wife's tita, um, which is nor- would, would normally take a te- would be a ten minute drive from our place. How bad it was it hour. today? It took us an hour. What? Oh my god! Round trip, one yeah. hour round trip. It's a ten minute drive. <laughs> Jeez, it's ridiculous! I swear, what? everyone's having too much fun. If you've seen C five in the past week, and C five is terrible. Mm-hmm. Pretty much, pretty much. But uh. Yeah. Christmas is especially interesting this year. We got a number of movies um, that are scheduled to come out on the 25th. We got Wonder Woman. We had Soul from Pixar. And can I just say, um, I saw it a few days before Christmas. No invite. Hashtag no invite. Um, oh. That's out of my. That's out of my jurisdiction. <laughs> <laughs> I know. But th- let me tell share you those movie perks, Misha. It, it was a really <laughs> good movie. Soul. It's by Pete Doctor, the director of um, Up and Inside Out. So he was. What, I think. Um, <clears throat> sorry, going back. Pete Doctor was um, John Lasseter's right hand man. He was yeah. the guy who worked very closely to Pete Doctor with. Toy Story. And now Doctor is the one running the show. Ever since yep. Lasseter got thrown out for the whole sexual harassment thing. Mm-hmm. <sighs> so anyway, going back, going back to Soul. Oh, no, no, no. Soul is, it's, it's, it's beautiful, honestly. The trailers don't give anything away, which I love. Um, 
it's a little bit like brave in that regard that you didn't really know what you're going to be watching. I honestly brave. thought it would be 90 movies about Jamie Foxx trying to get his body back as a disembodied <laughs> soul. But it's completely different. It's a wonderful, wonderful examination on... And I'm not even kidding. This is a kid's movie, but it's about existentialism and what oh makes my God. us ourselves and what, like, what, if, how we live our lives and I'm gonna, is it is it going to be like another um inside it's out it's going to make you cry it's going to make you cry it's, again it's, yeah cuz i you know like what inside out was for me was i never knew what it was about what it was going to be about yeah. and then the characters didn't really look that enticing to me the same thing mm-hmm. with soul it's just this white bluish blob oh you you have to see it the animation is ridiculous in this one all right okay what okay. really I, sold I, me I too you. was that misha said that it was scored by trent reznor and atticus ross <laughs> yes. Yes. yes trent reznor trent and reznor. you're, you're so used to them scoring pretty dark stuff or pretty mm-hmm. serious or stuff text, so i'm excited yeah, to like see industrial them in metal stuff yeah no, but i'm interested what i mean what i'm excited about is that it's 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 soul and it's jamie fox so obviously it's going to be some it's, it's going to have some of that soul Motown flair to it, which, yeah. which I love. You know, like one the, of my favorite musicals. The jazz musicals is so good. Is, the jazz is so good. Right? The, would the, you the, say that even jazz lovers, uh, jazz, not really jazz lovers, but would you say that even people who don't like jazz would like it? Would they? Because like, the, well, the jazzy part, that jazz music is done by, what's his name? Steve Colbert's band leader. I can't remember his name right now. But uh, it balances off the Trent Reznor stuff. So, Ooh. yeah. But the story is so good. You guys are going to be crying and then questioning everything, all your life choices. Feeling okay, like we're going to be able to Pete Doctor. Let me look at his <laughs> movies. They, they keep making us question everything about ourselves. I like, love that. Was he the one who, who wrote and directed Inside Out? No, it wasn't him, right? No, I think it was. It was. Was it? Yeah. Hmm, let me look. I'll look into it. Hold on. But anyway, don't say anything. Mm. I want to watch it. I really want to watch Soul. <laughs> okay, okay. Yes, we're going to do we have to do an episode on that seriously though. Yeah. Ooh, we, we could actually do an episode on uh on Pixar. We could. Pixar yeah, movies. We could. We totally could. We also have to do one on Wonder Woman, I think, cuz that's oh, the definitely. biggest superhero movie, the only major superhero movie of the year. I'm waiting for the the reviews Because if you say Bloodshot Anjoti, I swear to god. Bloodshot. Yeah. <laughs> I swear so to bad. God, <laughs> it was so bad. That I heard they're gonna make just... a sequel. It's Vin Diesel. Oh, you're right. <laughs> Pete Doctor directed it. Yeah, it's Ronnie Del Carmen. Okay, okay, you're right. You're right. Yeah. Oh, uh, nice. Is there anything that uh, you guys? Um... Oh, speaking of which, you know, one of the one of the biggest updates. Not my, not the biggest update, you know, but it was just funny. I caught it on the local news. Oh my god. <laughs> so funny. It's amused me so much. Um okay. that according to Brace Senator Manny Pacquiao, oh no, 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 no Hollywood no, 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 has contacted no, no, no. him. Hollywood no! has contacted him for a biopic. No! I'm all for it. I'm all I'm all for it. That's pretty cool. Like he's just such an iconic boxer. He's such an iconic Very, athlete. I heard it's but, not just one. Wait, wait. It's it's three different biopics. What? What wait? What? There's like what? three being offered. What? No. But anyway, anyway, no, that's not that's not that the meat of it. So much. That's worse. not the meat of that's not the meat of the news. The meat of the news is that when I saw this on local news, they were saying that the people they wanted to play Freddie Roach was going to be Leonardo DiCaprio. Yeah. And that 
I can kind of imagine that. I can, I can, I, I can get, I can, can, I I can can totally, I can, I can, I think I believe in Leonardo DiCaprio's ability. Yeah. (laughs) But the funny thing was, is that they did also mention that they wanted Rami Malek to play Manny Pacquiao. (laughs) (laughs) Freddie Mercury, from Freddie Mercury to Manny Pacquiao. No. Um, <laughs> yep. Local news. Ah! Oh, <laughs> that is so. Are, are we going to accidentally? Guys, MJ MJ reacted so violently. Her headphones, her headset <laughs> fell off. My headphones <laughs> fall, fell off, and my bangs are now all over the place. I, I have a question. It's not <laughs> whitewashing, right? Because Rami Malik's like Egyptian or something. No, but it's you yes, know it's not is. it's not casting accurately. Like you know, why don't you cast a Filipino cast actor like Anjo? At least not, Asian. Not I would say I would say Ping Medina, East Asian or something. I think Ping Medina's too old. You'd have to like CGI yeah, him or something. Yeah, he is. Ping Medina is too old, but it's a good actor though. I'll, I what watch him in anything. The, I don't care. Yep. What was wrong with the first Jericho Rosales uh, Manny Pacquiao the fact- thing? Wasn't there a thing? <laughs> I remember that one. Yeah. Not. Yeah. I forgot the title, but yeah, it was Jericho Rosales who played Manny Pacquiao. I I, I don't know. Like, but, like it made him a superhero, pretty much. Yeah. Okay. So uh, also, I, no, I don't know. Like honestly, I couldn't imagine I Jericho no Rosales speaking in that accent. That was that was literally well, Pacquiao the movie. It happened. Yeah, it happened. It was literally called okay. Pacquiao the movie. They they were they didn't stretch themselves. I, I I like I did also like how they filmed Bea Alonso's twin. So it was pretty funny. <laughs> oh, dude, she play, can play Jinky she play, in this one. Ah, interesting. <laughs> Good question. Who would you cast as Jinky Pacquiao for a Hollywood produced Manny Pacquiao biopic? To everybody listening, you can totally share your answer in our Facebook group, Tours. We like movies on Facebook. Yay! That was a segue. Yes, we have a new Facebook group now. <laughs> like, oh, great segue, by the way. So we wanted to make things more interactive. Yeah! So you guys can also post like your stupid memes and your opinions. So there we go. We got that group. And uh, let us know. But, 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 but play nice. Me personally, it's, it's mm-hmm. okay I don't have a problem. People, but don't be nice. Personally, I don't have a problem with this. As long as they, they get an, like, an Asian actor. But please don't release this before 2022. That is my... Oh. I don't think I don't I'm think it's gonna it's be no. released before 2022. It's How not Asian? even it's not even in pre-production yet. Do you think? This Ken Watanabe? Still. No. Huh? <laughs> He's Asian. <What>? He's too old. <laughs> so speak Medina. <laughs> Ken Watanabe is way too old. Hmm. He could play the dad <laughs> of Freddie Roach. <laughs> I saw this Twitter oh, thread where they were um, suggesting like Filipino actors. Naman. I, I don't know their names. They're kind of Could be sort good. of unknowns. Could but that would still be better. I wouldn't mind an unknown. No, but sometimes unknowns would… Sometimes unknowns actually work better than known actors. <laughs> in my opinion. I would be curious as to what kind of a treatment they do. Because like the Rosales version, Pacquiao the movie, that, that made him kind of into a superhero. No, uh, it would be… It would be cool. <laughs> the Paolo Soriano version. Kid, Kid Kulafu. Kid Kulafu. That, one. that one turned him into a saint. 
I mean, he literally has a scene where he has a conversation with God. <laughs> he actually talks to God <laughs> in that one. So, what what kind of a treatment do you think this would this could look like? Could, would this be more like rocky, raging? It bull? would be. It would be cool if it was gritty, like Southpaw. But then, oh, that's good. Yeah, but the uh, or the character of Southpaw doesn't really match, I guess. Buddy Pacquiao's fighting style. I mean, because he likes getting hit, and you know, just basically brawls, right? Character of a uh, Jake Gyllenhaal. Sorry, <laughs> hmm, I guess she's trying to compare Jake Gyllenhaal to Buddy Pacquiao, <laughs> or. What's that Miles Teller one? I don't have any opinions on whoever Manny Pacquiao would portray because that's just me. <laughs> no, that's but easy. just what blew me away was that they were considering Rami Malek to play him. It was just really that's... funny. Come on, Freddie Merc- from Freddie Mercury to Manny Pacquiao. <laughs> I, I, I'm just hoping that I mean, touching on MJ's concern earlier that this doesn't just end up being you know a 90 minute. Um, um, uh, campaign video. Yeah. yeah. Hmm. If it's Hollywood, do you think it would be? I don't think it will. I don't know. I mean, he'd probably they'd probably sign him on to be a producer or something. You know. Eh. Eh. Yeah, he well, was. Man. He was. I know, right? Wapak man or something. <laughs> Wapak man. Oh man! What the hell? <laughs> I don't even um, know what I didn't even watch that. I don't know. It's just funny. Like you name a superhero Wapak man. Jesus. <laughs> Moving on. <laughs> Trailer came out recently for um Earwig and the Witch, Studio Ghibli's first CGI film. Ooh, what did you guys think? Oh yeah, what, I, mean, I heard about that. It's I mean, <sighs> I don't know what to think. <laughs> hmm. Earwig. I'm not ear, Earwig and the Witch. I'm not uh, sure if it's just me clinging to the fact that I'm so used to the usual anime style of Studio Ghibli, Studio but yeah, I'm I'm willing to give it a chance. But of course, there's still that apprehension. You you know that these animated films are good, and you hope to God it's also as good. And maybe they can bring something else yeah. to the table that something 2D animated could. The guy directing this is the son, right? The son of Hayao, right? Hayao Miyazaki, right? Goro, I think. I think Goro so. Miyazaki. I mean, uh, the animation style, the, the art style is there. You know, it's, the it's art style is di- there for sure. It's, it's, it's directly weird. translating it to three D. Is that's what weirds me out that it is three D. I mean, like yeah. I, I did play that that Studio Ghibli game, Nino Kuni. Um, no, but okay. Here, here's my thing. They look like. They look like plastic figures. Yeah, for me, it's a difference, right? That, it's weird because they don't have, they can't like put in the amount of time and effort, I guess, to paint every single frame. Mm. I, I don't know. It looks like one of those uh, open and epin cartoons. I'm sorry. That is, yeah. That, Ooh, I yeah. hate that. I agree that's, with you. Yeah, yeah that, that's. <laughs> I don't know. I was uh, trying to put my finger on why it yeah. looked kind of familiar. <laughs> so you you got it spot on. That is so sad. Choo choo choo. I'm sorry. I change the channel whenever that comes on. Honestly, I'm not sure if like they're you know like some of the work that they produced can be considered as their best work if it's not done by Hayao Miyazaki himself. And we all know that Hayao Miyazaki retired how many years ago? But he keeps unretiring. Like, what was the last movie he made? See, like Michael Jordan? <laughs> <laughs> um, what did he do? What was the last thing he directed? Was it that one about the Ponyo? planes? No, Wasn't it no, Ponyo? no. No, he came back after that. He did? Yeah. 
he keeps Ponyo on retiring though. and unretiring. Ponyo so cute. Well, maybe this is a sign of a new era for Studio Ghibli, I guess. Because of course, the animation style is different. And of course, if his son is directing it, then… New era. Maybe. New blood. It's next gen. It just really looks like yeah, next gen. I'm sorry. <laughs> even that… Even that… Even that net, I can net, never unsee that. Sorry, not sorry. <laughs> no, it's okay. <laughs> no, but then even that Netflix animated cartoon about um, the Mooncake Festival looked better than this. Here we go. See, told you. Uh, he did The Wind Rises in 2013. That was the one with the planes. And then he's working on a new one now. How do you live? It's supposed to come but, out next year. I told you, he keeps unretiring. How do I live Wait, without question. Is it, you? Is it going to be 3D or is it going to be traditional 2D? I do not know. It doesn't so, say. There's, there's a, you know, the, the difference between American and Japanese animation is that Japanese animation somehow, to me, looks in a way more fluid, more dynamic. You know, oh, if it's it's hand-drawn. Huh? What? It's hand-drawn. Here we go. Okay, okay, that's it. He's hoping that's to be the, done in the, the next three years. That's the trademark Hayao Miyazaki style we all know and love. That's cool, that's cool. Imagine hand-drawn, everything looks so seamless and fluid. I like it. Also because when it's hand-drawn, you can take liberties with the physics and the timing that the 3D animation wouldn't necessarily allow unless you were conscious of it. Because like, you know, once you have your 3D model in the machine, you know, you're just manipulating it movements you know it's essentially mm-hmm. a mannequin yeah mm-hmm. unless you go develop your own <laughs> program which takes <laughs> years or Didn't if they you're do that for monsters inc for sully's fur and all that right stuff? or if yeah That's- if you're consciously putting the physics into it oh well mm-hmm. well we'll see what happens we'll see how i mean this film maybe maybe even if it looks like oh god it looks like open and eat open <laughs> um <laughs> <laughs> it could still be good, you know. It'd still be good. We don't. I know. mean, we, we we can we'll we'll give it a chance. Definitely, yeah. it's Studio Ghibli. Like yeah. even yeah, they they managed sure. to make good. They managed to make a good video game. So right, that's true for sure. Um, okay, um, I also got something about. Well, I don't even know why this franchise is still going on, but Fantastic Beasts three they have kicked Johnny Depp out, and uh, Mads Mikkelsen is replacing him as Grindelwald. It makes sense. Doesn't he like transform like he's a wizard anyway? So you can just write that in. I guess. And yeah, you know, but Mickelson is a creepy guy. Not I mean, in Star Hannibal. Wars though. He was lovable. Hannibal was the, though. Yeah, yeah, he was great in Hannibal. That show made me hungry. What? what? I, I, why? <laughs> okay. Is, do you eat people? I... He hesitated! Choosing not to answer that. <laughs> oh my god. I'm, I'm horrified. I am terrified. Okay. Uh, MJ, I think next time we record, we'll record together and then have Misha in a separate room. <laughs> well, uh, he hasn't eaten us by now. So uh, I'm, ah, I'm hoping… We should just, like, like put that four, you know, that 4 million Scoville hot sauce on our body so he doesn't just eat That's us. That's gonna burn us. <laughs> well, we'll wear PPEs. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, unfortunately, they had to kick Johnny Depp out of the franchise because of this whole case with Amber Heard, which is also right. another story in itself. Pretty bonkers. Isn't that story so, been? Isn't that story like three years in the making? I mean, like it's three years old it, and it's still going on or something. It's still going on, yeah, because the UK courts decided that there was merit enough to the case that wonder, there was no libel. I wonder if um. If Warner Brothers is also going to kick um, Amber Heard out of any of the DC franchises. <clears throat> There's a petition going on online 
And like there mm-hmm. are millions, literally millions of signatures now to kick Amber Heard out. So I signed it. I don't <laughs> I, I don't know if they would though. I don't know I if they, they, they would. Did they did it for Just Johnny to be Depp. Fair, they they did, they but I think they're taking sides. I don't think they're looking for fair. I think they, they chose their side. <sighs> They'll keep Amber her on Heard. until a court says that she's also guilty. Because based on what I've <sighs> read, I mean they're both pretty horrible to each other. Uh, well, I guess. So I don't know where it's gonna go. Yeah, but I'm sure. Well, I wouldn't really watch the future Fantastic Beasts movies because after the first one, I was pretty like, nah, this ain't worth my time. So I haven't seen the second one. I haven't seen the second. I'm sure Mickelson will do a great job though. So I guess it's in good hands either way. If they really had to kick Johnny Depp out, it's good actor, good replacement. I don't know. They stuffed so much lore into the second one. Like, you know, you, you even see Nicholas Flamel, who is mentioned in the Harry the original Harry Potter series. And you know, he doesn't even have a big role there. It's just because, and, you know, he's a <clears throat> he's a he's a character mentioned in passing in the books. And they fudged the timeline just to get McGonagall in there. Yeah. Was McGonagall in there in the third one? She was uh, in the second the third one. One's not the third out one yet. hasn't come out yet. No, I mean like I thought they, was she? No, I don't think she was in the second one. She was in the second one. They called her by name. I don't remember. I haven't this. even seen it. I remember that because so many people were complaining that she's not even born yet or something. Mm. Hmm. I don't know. So, so Merry Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> Happy holidays, everyone. So many weird things happening at the moment. Um, please, please, please uh, check out our Facebook group, Sub O Tours. Uh, we like movies. And uh, yeah, give us a shout out. In the meantime, and we're going to get on with our movie. Yay! Christmas. Ooh. So much. <laughs> there's so much food. Chestnuts <laughs> roasting in the fire. That's not how oh. that goes. So I do believe today we're talking about a film that is celebrating its 20th? 30th? 30th, yes. 30th yes. year. Wow. Holy crap. I remember this movie. People is... telling me about when this movie came out. Whatever. <laughs> How old were you? He's not saying. I don't know, but I was not born when it came out yet. So no one in this room. <laughs> I was nine. <laughs> No, oh, no, no, wait. No, I was seven. No, seven. I was six or seven. Okay, guys, do the math. <laughs> <laughs> we haven't said what movie yet. They will figure it out. It could later. be any movie. It could be a 20 year old okay, movie. Okay, let's drop hints. It's a Chris Columbus movie. Rent. That came out. Wow. <laughs> Recently. You are a fetus. <laughs> I know. I was too young to watch it. You know, all those lyrics about, you know. What was that sickness we all had in Rent? No. I was too young to know. <laughs> you liar. <laughs> okay. You liar. I wish I could give another clue, but it's more visual. <laughs> so okay. that won't work for our listeners, unfortunately. That just sounded like a clap. I wish I had a picture of that. <laughs> <laughs> there's a lot of screaming. A lot of screaming in it. Yes, there it is. There's okay, so there's been uh, there's also been this YouTube video about the things that they've been doing that it could actually kill people if it actually happened. Actually, yeah, it's very cartoony because mm-hmm. like, <laughs> in a good way. Yeah, I mean it's kids movie. Maybe. Okay, okay, okay. Um, what are the other hints can we drop? Wet bandits. Wow, I never realized how bad that sounded. I know. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> it just but, sounded you know. pretty horrible when you said it. <laughs> <laughs> 
Maybe it was the way I said wet bandit. There you go. <laughs> Sounds better, right? Yeah, that's As opposed that. to wet bandit. <laughs> Don't do that again. That's like, you know. Moist. There, that word. Moist. Oh, I get I get that. <laughs> I just want to give our listeners a visual because Misha is actively trying to avoid eye contact with Anjo. He's like literally staring at a wall. Horrible. To not look at Anjo. It's the best. Yeah. How could you do that? Because I can. Again, I've been watching this movie since I was six. How could you do this? <laughs> <laughs> okay. Good lord, that's horrible. But it's, it, it, it is one of my favorite Christmas movies. Mm-hmm. Today, we are talking about Home Alone. Ah! Y- y'all just going to be doing that this whole episode? Yes. Ah! Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> So, 30 years of Home Alone, 30 years of irresponsible parenting. Yeah. (laughs) Okay, so let's go into it. For anyone who doesn't know or doesn't remember, Home Alone (laughs) is… If you don't, then why not? (laughs) I know. How can you not remember Home Alone? I don't know. I'm pretty sure there's somebody out there who doesn't remember Home Alone. Really? Uh, Maybe. I don't know. Maybe they don't have a TV. Maybe Gen Z kids. I don't know. It's on pretty often. (laughs) That's true. It's been it's been on even when it's not Christmas season. Mm-hmm. I just recently, I think it was on HBO again like a couple of months ago, or was it? Yeah. So for anyone who needs a refresher, um, Home Alone is a story of uh, Kevin McAllister, who's played by Macaulay Culkin in the role that made him famous. Um, he is left behind by accident when his family goes on vacation, and he is left to defend the house against two thieves. Who are trying to break in and um white bandits. Oh my god, no. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, and, that's what they call Ke- Marvin Harry. And Kevin, Kevin <laughs> I hate you so much. And Kevin sets all these elaborate traps um to make them sorry that they were ever born, these these thieves. So having just watched it again, um, what are your thoughts seeing it through the eyes of somebody all these years later? I have so many questions. Go for it. <laughs> like, opening sequence. Mm-hmm. So the house is super busy. So yes. they have the family, the extended family, everybody preparing for a big trip to mm-hmm. Paris. And it starts out with a cop inside. Mm-hmm. And he's like trying to get to talk to whoever owns the house. So kids running around. Oh, where's your mom? Where's your dad? Blah, blah, blah. Who owns the house? Like, how'd he get there in the first <laughs> Who let him place? in? Exactly. It's like if somebody let him in, why didn't the person just talk to, talk to him? Mm-hmm. Or like point him to whoever owns the house? Well, there were a lot of kids who were preoccupied. And then what, the you, two- th- you think they let him in? Probably. I don't know. Somebody- and then forgot about him? Yeah. I mean, and- who, you're… Who you're- <laughs> I mean, like, I don't know how kids were back in the 90s, you know, ADD. I don't know. I'm pretty sure my father would have kicked my ass if I just let strangers into the house. That's Yeah, that's very true. <laughs> and then what, what happens when somebody sees them? Oh, you there's know, a stranger that, in the house. That's why if you're wearing a uniform, especially a police officer's uniform, doesn't that like hold a certain… Yeah, but you don't forget that you let a cop into the house. <laughs> or like, wouldn't the kids even be bothered like, oh, there's a cop in the house. Why? I should get my parents and ask. Uh-huh. Wasn't that… Wasn't Irresponsible. That, wasn't that cop… Harry it, it, casing the neighborhood. I know well, that's yeah, the, I know that's the movie that reason. Is, <laughs> that is the movie reason, and that's like the cover up or like plot the plot reason. It's the, 
it's a seed planted there, mm-hmm. but like in the first place, well, they tried. They tried. They tried. <laughs> in tried. The first Appar- place. Don't get me wrong. I love this movie, but mm-hmm. I just have a lot of questions. It's just that we're also trying to answer that very question. <laughs> it's very hard. Yeah. You know? Okay. Because as a kid, if you watch it, you'd never question it. You'd be like, I just want to see the gags. Yeah. <laughs> That's true. If uh, if you 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 just saw the movie, right? Yes, I did. Did it change your perspective seeing it as an adult versus when you were seeing it as a kid? Because Andre, you said that you watched it for the gags when you were a kid. So when, on your rewatch last week, uh, did anything stick out as different to you? Did anything change when you were watching it? All I could think about, all I could think about during my rewatch was that Kevin McAllister is maniacal. Oh yeah, he's 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 a he's sadist. A, he's, he's a sadistic a, person. Yes. But he's oh, a genius. Yes. Although he is a genius. I know. You know, I wouldn't be surprised if he grew up to be a serial killer. <laughs> well, wait, wait. Interesting <laughs> thing. There, isn't there, wasn't there a fan theory somewhere on the internet that Kevin McAllister is actually um, Jigsaw? Mm-hmm. What? He grows, yeah, he there, grows up into Jigsaw. Amazing. Yes, it makes sense. That right? does, right? Makes total sense. <laughs> okay, the thing is, okay, I'm going to jump into the sequel. To be able to do that in a city you're not familiar with in New York. New York, yeah. Right? Mm-hmm. To be able to do that in an abandoned, not abandoned, a, a house that's being renovated, dude, that's, that's just nuts. And that's not even your home turf. It's like he knew the layout, he cased the place, and then planted all these traps for these guys to, you know, to ultimately suffer suffer through. Oh, right? that's, that's what bothers that's what bothers you more than the fact that he was hurling bricks at their heads. <laughs> Have you seen the watch? Watch the traps. The traps were <laughs> the traps could kill you. The bricks weren't the bricks weren't anything like bricks you can dodge. The traps, if you don't see it coming, you're dead. You see that that whole beam that he threw down the stairs. I am not dropping a brick on your head because I know what it's gonna do. <laughs> to be fair, I love how watching the first one and also knowing the second one, the traps are much simpler or like his. Yes. So it's like. <laughs> Sequel, they just like went ham on the booby traps. <laughs> yes, but, they did. Yeah, but I love the simplicity of the first one. And as a kid, of course, it was all awesome. Mm-hmm. Everything. Because like you're seeing these things through Kevin's eyes. Because mm-hmm. you're also that age. But as an adult, you're seeing it. It's like, huh, this is a smart kid. This is a slightly disturbed kid. These adults are dumb. And… What a sucky family. (laughs) (laughs) My God. What what, what really stood out to me was like… How could his parents forget him? Exactly. (laughs) It's like… Okay. Okay. This is the process. Okay. So they… The the older cousin does a head count. And she mistakenly counts the the neighbor. neighbor. The neighbor's kid. Yeah. The neighbor's kid. So as a parent… Like how did they get through… Immigration, Dude, <laughs> or like were, inside the airport, or like getting off the van without knowing that your kid mm-hmm. isn't there. Well, do, okay, okay, immigration palang, or like boarding, uh, just or baggage, baggage, baggage. Yeah, no, sorry, van palang. Because normally when you're in a van, you're not hurrying. You're just you're talking. Yeah, right. I don't know. Like Kevin, you have your stuff. Kevin, you, eh. well, right. I, I okay, know. for That's, me, for me, I, I, I can't help it. The, I have to say this right now. Kevin's family. They're a bunch of assholes. They are. They They are. are. Especially the uncle. Especially the uncle. Like freeloading uncle. Yes. I I actually found the uncle really funny at some point. (laughs) But he was. He was. was. He's a dick though. Because I feel like it's something someone I would know would say. When the mom realizes that they left Kevin and she's all devastated in the plane. He's like, like, if it makes you feel better, I left my reading glasses. (laughs) 
It's like, oh my god, I know people who would say that. Actually, that's kind of funny because I do too. <laughs> you are people. Oh my god, people like that actually do exist. <laughs> Case in point. I mean, this guy goes out of his way to tell you know the kid who's treating to tell the 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 son. Of, of the, the person, guy, right. of the guy who's treating him to this luxurious trip mm-hmm. that to not ruin the trip for him. I mean, you wouldn't. <laughs> it's all about him. My God, you didn't even buy the tickets, man. I, I, I got other issues, you know, just to highlight the fact. Besides the fact that they left him, I don't think he even would have had a good time if they didn't leave him. Like, what's happening at the beginning of the movie? They're making an eight-year-old pack his own suitcase. Where, when did yeah. this ever happen in real life? I know, poor kid. And they were, he was, he so was pretty much bullied also by his older cousins. And it, no, his brother. And, and his brother, yeah. Buzz. <laughs> Real time. <laughs> could not do that if we recorded this online. <sighs> no, we could not. No. That was cool. <laughs> <laughs> that was so cool. <laughs> oh, and I love how um, Macaulay Culkin's younger brother, Kieran, makes a cameo as the younger right. cousin. The, the one who wets the bed. Yes. Wasn't he the mm. son of the asshole uncle? I think yeah. so. Yeah, he was. he's the one who wets the bed, right? Yeah. Uh, um, whatever his name, Fuller. Fuller, <laughs> who was drinking. I Soda. think he was drinking Pepsi in Soda. this one, but yeah. he sold out, and he's drinking Coke in the next one because <laughs> you know they were all you know they got sponsors and stuff by that point. Mm, good for him. And now I can't, I can't unsee him. Like that little kid is no. the gay guy in Scott Pilgrim. <laughs> yes, he yes, is. He yes, is. he is. Yes. No, but what else stood out to me, Siguro, on my rewatch was. Christmas is about family, right? Mm-hmm. And yeah, but this one's just full of dicks. <laughs> I mean, like, yeah, but still, the all that activity, all that chaos mm-hmm. that was happening during yeah. in their house mm-hmm. kind of reminds me of how my uh, my Christmases were spent with my family because it's really magulo. It's really yeah, which is why I love this movie. You know, it's like become a tradition that I watch it every Christmas just because you know it's it's one of my favorite Christmas movies. I mean, all the people and the chaos in one house, yes. But I'm glad to I'm glad to say my family, they're not assholes like same. that. Same, same, same. <laughs> Thank same. God. But the, the chaos, I'm referring. I'm just to be clear. I'm just referring to that chaos, you know, because it, it's fun, you know, especially when the food arrives. Like everybody's just attacking the food. Yeah. So there. When I was gonna say that, like when I was watching this as a kid, uh, same thing. I loved watching it for the gags. I just. You know, I grew up on Looney Tunes and cartoons like that. I just loved seeing just, these people get hurt. I just realized the cartoons we watched were very violent. Tom yeah, and they Jerry, were. Um, especially if you, if you watched Roadrunner and yeah, Roadrunner. Wile E. Coyote. Yep, yep. Or B- stuff with Bugs Bunny, Bugs Bunny and Elmer Fudd with his rifle. Or Yosemite Sam. Ah, good times. <laughs> but yes, that's why when I saw an eight-year-old who set up his house… House… house <laughs> oh my god! What's a house? <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> Misha, sumusobra ka na. Baka gusto mo na silver swan soy sauce. House. Kula kaya na sa asin. Shit. Where'd that come from? <laughs> it was a good thing I wasn't you know, Drinking? Yeah. yeah, I know, right? You were Good. about to. I was about to. Go Woo! up your nose again. <laughs> oh my God. It's better than the chili soup. <laughs> you liked it. No. 
<laughs> My nose still hurts. <laughs> no, I was just gonna say that you know I loved I I, I accepted without question that an eight year old could set up his house with all these crazy traps and tricks and you know that would take an army an entire production team to set up that's true in far more time than this kid had (laughs) especially the time he was um using silhouettes (laughs) to like make to make people outside make it look like there are people inside the house it's like where did he get that mannequin (laughs) the michael jordan thing that was going around that was cool that was was cool that i can imagine but then there was a mannequin at some point it's like where the fuck did he get that god this house is kind of scary too if it had a mannequin in it, right? I, I liked the wish fulfillment part of it. Not the wish fulfillment that, yay, my fa- I made my family disappear. But the wish fulfillment that, that, that you could probably survive if you had to. Mm-hmm. And I like that they didn't try to make him some kind of superhero besides his scary death trap addiction. <laughs> I mean, you know, he's scared, killer he's scared of the noises from the dark basement, oh, yeah. you know. He misses his mom when he's scared, or or you know he's confused how to do the groceries. Yeah. And also, I like how he's trying to do all these grown up things. He wants to shave. He wants to prove he's the man of the house. And I've never ridden a sled before, but I'm pretty sure I would also try and take it down a staircase if I could. That's true. That, yeah, knowing you, yes. <laughs> well, I've never ridden a sled, but I've done that with a mattress. How'd that work out? I'm alive, aren't I? <laughs> Why no, do I keep, no broken bones either. So basically, you were Princess Diaries doing it. Did they do that in Princess Diaries? Oh, fuck, they did. <laughs> Question Did you oh. hit your head? No. Okay. Or did I? Because <laughs> <laughs> if you did, that would explain a lot of things. <laughs> I'm just kidding. It's fine. <laughs> oh, That's why I hear voices in my head sometimes. <sighs> do you have anything good to say? Not about you. <laughs> Sad now. <laughs> What I really enjoyed, aside from all the gags, was probably… Yeah, wish fulfillment. I mean like, mm-hmm. what else would you be doing if you were home alone? Nobody watching you. Yep. I would be I would be eating a lot of ice cream, candies, chips, you know, junk food. Which he time. did. Which he did. Yeah. Like, I would be doing all that stuff. And when know? he went to the grocery, he was like, Okay, what do I get? Mac and cheese. <laughs> and I will ask… Are you get a cheese pizza all for yourself? Exactly. Yeah, he couldn't even Wait, get a slice of cheese money? pizza. Remember? That's why his family's… family's yeah, that's why he ordered one right, for himself. Yeah, but right. where did he get the money? I remember Wait, the second he, movie he, he had the credit for, card. Yeah, he had, a, he had the credit card of his dad. And, did oh. he pay for it this first time? He paid for it the first time. With what? MJ's right. Where Maybe Buzz's savings, I think. Oh. oh if yeah, I remember yeah, correctly. Yeah. But then he, he was… He didn't give a tip. Right, uh, right. That's yes, why I he remember. used the he used the the angels with filthy souls. Yes, the gangster movie gag. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Happy Got New it. Year. You're f- oh no, that's from the second movie. You know, I only found out like recently, like, a couple of years ago, that that's not a real movie. Yeah, they shot the fake movie for this movie. Yeah, but now I, uh, well, I got something for you. You you saw that movie again recently, but it wasn't in Home Alone. Somebody was watching it in Detective Pikachu, which brings up horrible, horrible implications about this universe. Explain further. 
No, one of the characters was watching Angels with Filthy Souls on a TV in Detective Pikachu, which means what? Home Alone takes place in the Pokemon universe. Wait, wait, wait. What? No. What yes. I, I can't remember. I just know it was there. I was laughing so hard when I saw it. So they got the rights I from guess. Home Alone? Apparently. Who owns the rights to Home Alone? Who, which studio released Home Alone? How does that bother you more than Kevin McAllister <laughs> having a Pikachu? <laughs> I don't know. Or the possibility of it. I don't know. He looks like a… Bulbasaur type of guy, or maybe a Charizard. Type, nah, like, he's, type. he looks like a Mr. Mime kind of guy. Oh, that's messed that's up. Nobody weird. likes Mr. Mime. Yeah. Which would make sense if he were Jigsaw. <laughs> I'm not kidding. They were watching Ow. Angels with Filthy Souls in Detective Pikachu. Okay. That's kind of cool. Yeah. I also Ooh. appreciated that they were watching Angels with Filthier Souls in, in, the in Home Alone 2. And you know what's crazy? If you look at Merry if Christmas, you look at um, animal. bang and happy new year, new year. <laughs> <laughs> if you look at part one and part two of Home Alone, it's clear that they rushed it to get it done while Kevin McAllister was still a cute kid. Yep, that's why three was a totally different actor. <laughs> but also which because was also which was a really bad movie. Yes, yeah, it let's, really let's, was. Yeah, let's. Yeah. Uh, but let's but like with Home me. Alone one and two. It, they're literally like unapologetically a case of find and replace. They're essentially the same freaking movie. Eh, pretty much. Only yeah. set in New York. You know what is funny about the second movie was that maybe they downgraded the vacation package because it wasn't anywhere in Europe or exotic. Yeah. It was in Florida. New York. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, they're from… Yeah, they are. Maybe, they're, maybe the father learned his lesson. He didn't want to spend for this whole ridiculous family again. Maybe just because of an asshole brother he had. I saw another fan theory uh, recently that said, who is Kevin's dad and what does he do that he can afford this ginormous house? He can afford to take the entire family on vacation. And basically, the, the video ended with the, the theory that maybe he's a drug dealer. <laughs> he's like drug lord no, yeah, of some that's sort. Always, that's always been the question. Like watching it as an adult. It's like, You're like, where did he get all this money? They never established what his parents do. No. But their house is so big. They can afford, you know, this this luxurious vacation, mm -hmm, you know. Mm -hmm. And to be flying, you know, to be able to find flights during Christmas from Paris well, back to Chicago. She was kind of desperate. She was trying to sell her no, jewelry, no, no. right? We're, we're talking about how the mom had a hard time getting a ticket. All right. But, but then the we're going to talk about how the dad was able to find a flight for yeah. his entire family. Yeah, that bothers me. To that fly really back bothers to me. Chicago the day after the mom arrives. That's right. No, not even the day after. Like minutes, minutes after she arrived. And then the mom had to go through separate flights. She had to share a truck with John Candy. Exactly. <laughs> which, mean, which, but, which, but John Candy's know. the nicest guy in the world. You, I know, you don't, you don't that mind was... sharing a truck. He was him. so nice that he was underpaid and overworked to shoot that sequence in this movie. What? I, yeah. Yeah, from what I heard. Uh, yeah, that's right. He was just doing it as a favor to Chris Columbus. Aww. So he was only paid like flat uh, scale. He was paid like as an extra. Oh, that's as a day sucks. player, because you know it wasn't a big role. He didn't. But he didn't he, ask for more because he, he knew up, it was a small budget. I think he ended up shooting more than twenty four hours for this. Yeah, he said, "I can only give you one day," but then he stayed and he stayed and he sinagad niya talaga because he was just that nice and he liked the story, I guess. Mm -hmm. Oh, that's sweet. and another interesting is <clears throat> another interesting thing is that the a lot of the the sets in this movie they didn't shoot in the house. No, they actually built a set in a school in Chicago in a gymnasium. Yes, like in the on the, in the basketball court of the school. Indoors. Just because the budget was so low, they couldn't afford a 
soundstage in Hollywood. But what mm. I liked about it, like even if it's a small budget movie, they I think somebody it was Chris Columbus or somebody or one of the producers. They said we're making a small we're making a small movie, but we want it to sound big. So let's just shoot for the stars. The worst he can do is say no, and they approach John Williams to do the score. And he said yes because he just thought it was… Number one, he thought it was funny. And number two, he was so happy to be asked to do something that wasn't some big space epic or some big adventure movie. He wanted to do something different. Something a little bit more homey Mm -hmm. or realistic. I'm not gonna go with realistic. No, 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 no. No, totally not. No, but yeah, the 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 music really spoke volumes about how I love that, especially with the sequences where Kevin is in church. Yes. Oh, I love those sequences. By the way, with the neighbor. Yep. This movie and the bird lady, because it's pretty much the same scene. It is, but I like I like the first one better. It much better. It had more heart. Heart. Yeah. That 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 scene was basically the heart of the movie. You know how. Kevin realizes how important family is yep. for Christmas because he started to miss them. Right. You know, right. at the start of the movie, he's like, you guys are assholes. I want to be alone. Like, mm-hmm. I don't even care if you guys just all disappear right now. Get, get to Swish, realizes that, oh, it's lonely. Yeah, it is. And I, I, and I like that he actually took the effort to decorate the house for Christmas. Yeah, that's cute. That's sweet. He, and then he, eventually wreck it. He'd actually accepted <laughs> that, you know, he's alone and he has to be, he has to take care of the place. That's actually what, um, what I appreciated more in the second viewing or like at, as an adult viewing. Mm-hmm. The mature course, viewing? Yeah, the much. Wait, that sounds wrong. No, <laughs> let's not use mature viewing. But as an adult, I watched this first few minutes. It's like, oh, okay, it's the gags. It's mm-hmm. the, you know, childish campiness. So yeah. at some point, it would get annoying. And I, of course, you'd have all these questions about the irresponsible <laughs> family and everything mm-hmm. and how unrealistic it is. But what I loved about it now was that neighbor. Agreed. And uh, that gave it a lot of sentimentality. And I think they weren't even supposed to have those parts originally. Really? They were just… I think it was just like added in by Columbus um, eventually. Because he was like… Good call. Oh, you this know, is, needed to make it a little what, bit more sentimental. And it that's what that's the part that worked for me. It's like… Yeah. It's like, okay… I can get by all the gags as an adult. But at least it has this element to really mm-hmm. make it hit home for any age. What I liked about that part, especially that aspect of it, the heart that you mentioned, absolutely. But I also liked, it's so incredibly transparent what they're doing or what the intention is, but the execution of it, what what makes it work and the performances of the two actors of of Macaulay Culkin and the, the old man. You really buy mm-hmm. that they're actually sharing this moment and they're learning from each other. And yeah. I greatly appreciated that. That gave me the warm fuzzies. Yes. Yep. This is… That this is what separated the first one from the second one. Yeah, the second one had no heart. Well, it just had bird that bird lady, lady. but um, <laughs> she just looked, you know. But the it's the thing- same formula. You start off with this character that is seemingly creepy yeah. or scary, and then eventually Kevin makes friends with him mm-hmm. or her, and yeah. then you know. Yeah, but, but the, the cool pivotal the cool point thing. because the, the, of this the, person. The, but the thing about the old man is everybody's neighborhood or you know village, barangay, whatever subdivision area has these quote-unquote urban legends, these people or these houses that they tell you to stay away from. Or, or the person who lives in that house. Right? How many times are you going to run the same person in New York that you keep running into them enough to be terrified of them? And, it, and you know… It's not like New York is the smallest place in the world. Dude, you know? have you… I mean like Central Park… Exactly. It's huge. Yes. It it take you how days many time, just to get to yet, every and, nook and corner of and Central yet, Park. How many times did he run into Harry and Marv in New York City? Several. Like 
before they even realized that the uh, that the others were there. Mm. Don't even get me started on that woman that Harry kept molesting. Oh yeah. Or Marv, sorry. <laughs> Marv, Marv. Marv, Marv kept molesting. <laughs> Can we talk about the two guys, the bad she guys, the, okay. the thieves? They're played by Joe Pesci is is Harry and Daniel Stern is Marv. And for me, they are the real MVPs of these of yes. these movies. Oh, Wait, yeah. wasn't Daniel Stern like um a late addition to the original cast? Yeah, like they had somebody else in mind. Yeah, I think that he replaced somebody. I'd like to think they replaced what was the the name of the pilot in um Independence Day, the old guy, he, Randy Quaid. Randy wasn't it supposed to be Randy Quaid? Really? I'm wow. not. I'm not sure. I I'm not sure. Not you that. you may have to fact check me on this. I'm not sure. Okay. So disclaimer: I'm not sure about that, but I'm. I think it was him. I think um, Daniel Stern was so a late why, addition why to the cast. Why did he pull out? Title of your sex tape, Misha. <laughs> Clean family Christmas episode. <laughs> Clean. Jingle bells. Jingle bells. Mature viewing, guys. <laughs> Good lord. No matter what we talk about, this is always going to be I know. There. Yeah. But we talk know, about the fucking Teletubbies and it'll go somewhere. Yep. Uh-oh. <laughs> <laughs> it's okay. It's okay. It's okay. It's fine. Our listeners are adults. They can listen to this in their own house. <laughs> oh, I hate you so much. <laughs> um, yeah. The bad guys are the real MVPs of this movie because they take the most abuse… And they're oh the ones God. who are put into the most ridiculous situations and they have to sell it. You know, like mm-hmm. how in wrestling you have to act like a move hurts more than it actually does. These guys are doing that through the entire I'm, movie. They I'm, have to sell every I'm, single I'm, stupid trap. I'm pretty sure they got hurt at some point. I'm sure. While this movie. <laughs> I'm surprised they didn't die or go I mean, to the hospital. Okay, th- there's this one gag where Kevin McAllister puts a spider, a tarantula on top of… Um, Marv? Harry. And then Marv… Oh, right, right, and then right, right. Marv proceeds to whack him with a crowbar. <laughs> that was if, great. If you've ever held a crowbar, you would know that that would have killed Harry. Or if not physically hurt him enough for him not to be able to get back up. And whack Marv with the same crowbar. And, and, and after <laughs> everything… Not a drop of blood. True. <laughs> That's right. Not right? a drop of blood. That even right. even Even when… um. Was it Harry or Marv who gets shot with a staple gun on the nose? <laughs> on the, on, on the forehead. Is... <laughs> or the other so one happy. gets hit in the balls. <laughs> Repeatedly. Does he get… Wait. Who steps on the, who steps on the nail? I think that's Marv. That's Marv. Right. He steps but, on the nail okay. with bare feet. If, if you've seen… What was that Emily Blunt, um, John Krasinski movie where she steps on the nail? Oh yeah. A Quiet Place. A Quiet Lord. Place. The oh, nail was the biggest villain in that movie. Uh-huh. I would say. You would see how painful and how gruesome that wound could be. Mm-hmm. And she did not scream. And then Marv… And Marv screams and just falls down and he's okay. <laughs> Can I just say, he has one of the great screams. Yes. I, I love the way <laughs> he well, screams. That, that, actually, the screams are what make this movie. So There's so to... much screaming. <laughs> I'm going to watch it again when I get home. <laughs> Fast forward it to all the I gags. heard that Joe Pesci had to be constantly reminded that this was a PG movie. Oh, he couldn't cuss. He kept cussing. Because <laughs> if you've seen Joe Pesci in other movies like Goodfellas well, yes. wasn't it, or Casino. Wasn't the reason why he started doing that yeah that yeah, he sounded like Yosemite Sam basically no, he sounded like Muttley <laughs> because he couldn't curse like that that came across that, that came into mind like I was like how does he not say any bad words because any adult would at least say fuck no not Marv he just screams 
again, he has like the best scream. It's right up there, like when Tom is being particularly abused in those old Tom and Jerry cartoons. Yeah. Like when he gets his hand yeah. slammed in a window One or he gets his screams. neck stuck in a door and he screams like bloody murder. <laughs> <laughs> I really hope that Tom screams in this new movie. I don't know. Like, okay, talking about those screams, okay, what is your favorite gag? Oh man, mm. that's tough. It's just so I, much. I, for me, it's a toss-up. But it these my it's a toss-up between Harry and Marv just, just trying to get into the house. Wait, wait. There's just so many things that could happen. Okay, there's the stairs. They do split up. There's the back door. I like Marv in the back door trying to get into the basement, but he doesn't know the stairs have been iced. Yeah, it was funny. Because it was reminiscent of that scene where Bambi goes into a frozen lake. <laughs> and then he tries to pull himself up with his crowbar. <laughs> and then he falls on his head. I know this move. Okay. The way that, the way how we sound, I mean, the sound of us laughing to these, even if we're not watching it at present, just speaks volumes about how how good this movie was. I know. Because, you know, just the memory of, it, memory of it would trigger, you know, rounds of laughter. You know how it is like sometimes you're wearing nostalgia goggles, right? Then you go back and watch something you loved in your childhood and you think, what the hell was I thinking? But yeah, watching this movie again, I was just laughing. No, but- what which movie was the which which Home Alone movie was the one where he opened the opens the door and a flamethrower still the first one <laughs> that, it, it burns through his that's bo- that's Harry and, and, then he, <laughs> and then he sticks his head in the snow to put it out <laughs> it's no, so it's, no. it's, it's a page out of like or it's like a frame out of a cartoon I swear to God but what I like about the second movie was the callbacks to the first gags because they did that same gag with but the flamethrower but Bigger because they the, he, he the, had he had no exploded. snow he, he had no snow he had gasoline <laughs> he had gasoline he had to dunk his head in a toilet filled with gasoline <laughs> and then the entire oh first floor exploded God, yes. the entire first floor exploded <laughs> no 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 okay another gag that I loved was um trying to open the door right yeah and then they were tugging on a toolbox. On a tool cabinet. That was in the second one. What, that was what? in the second one. Was that in the second one? It was. It was. And then it they fall. It falls down a staircase and it takes them both out. Ah, I thought that was in the first one where they were trying to get to the attic before he would zip line from his attic to his. No, treehouse. there was a zip line, but that's after the tarantula. Oh, yeah, yeah, that's true. That's very true. Yeah. Oh, that's why he had that trap in the second one because he had no tarantula. Ah, I told you it was just find replace find replace the entire no, no, second no. movie it was find and improve uh, mm. improve I don't know no, no, no. the second one is the one with that cameo what, cam- what cameo the one in the hotel with the owner of the hotel who insisted on having a cameo oh. otherwise he wouldn't let them shoot in his hotel oh the never mind yeah. is this the guy who just lost oh that guy who just lost the election the yep. one who bullied the producers he said if they wanted to shoot in his hotel that he had to have a cameo in it. They almost cut his role but they figured it wouldn't be worth the effort because he would make a stink. Uh, oh well. Hmm. It's a good thing Tim Curry's in the second movie to save it. Yeah. Oh yeah. Tim Curry. Was and Rob Schneider. And Rob Schneider. Rob, Rob Schneider was the bellhop. He was like a baby. I think he was still on SNL at that he time. Was. He was on SNL. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Get on your knees and tell me you love me. 
<laughs> no, I, you did it with Marv. <laughs> he looks into looks to the doorman, right? What He's got his name. He's on his name tag. <laughs> it's so wrong. What, what's your favorite um, gag in the first one, or even the second one, MJ? Hmm. <laughs> I actually really found, well, you already mentioned it, but I really found that I sing the staircase was genius for a kid. It's like, oh, nga, no, it's winter. But uh. you know, that never crossed our minds because we yeah. live in a tropical country. Well, right, I, I guess right. so. I guess so you just wet the, wet the steps outside your house. Mm-hmm. It's just annoyingly wet. <laughs> <laughs> or it'll dry up eventually. Sa kanila may repercussions yun eh. <laughs> Exactly. You ice the driveway. Oh, car crash. <laughs> Jesus. It, it just also amuses me how he has this movie on loop, right? Mm-hmm. Like, how does he know? Has he watched it so many times that he just knows exactly where to stop and rewind and forward at the exact same lines that, that would actually true. fit that's who actually, he's talking that's to? That's actually hard to do on a, hard on a VCR. Do. Right? Even if you had a Blu-ray player, that's hard. No, Even but on Netflix, you can't stop it exactly where you want it when you need it. Exactly. Yeah. You could do that on a computer, though. I, if, if you know the timestamps. If you know the exact yes. timestamps. Yeah, sure. but this is like a manual rewinder. analog videotape. No, but, but the foresight to be able to know the timestamp on which scene to put. Because, mm-hmm. you know, there's a guy who's trying to get payment from you. <laughs> and also, <laughs> they have the best sound system in the world in that kitchen. I know. <laughs> wait, wait, wait. That he it did, would scare the no, pizza guy outside. In his defense, he added firecrackers and put it in a pot to make the Yeah, yeah. To make he the did. He did. But, he but did. still, like, how, how would the the TV in the living room be loud enough for somebody outside to hear it Wait. from the kitchen. No, the TV was in the kitchen. Oh, was it on the kitchen? Yeah, it was on the counter or something. No. It was in the living room? He was no. watching it in the living room. He was in the couch. It was in the like, living room. Yeah. Really? Yeah. Damn. Did they have said? Did they have I thought, No, because I, remem- I remember he was uh, one of the first days that he was alone. He was just eating ice cream on yeah. the couch and yeah. watching TV. So couch. Hmm. Maybe because it's, you know, the McAllister house. They had a you know, lot they're of super oh, well, oh, yeah. That's when you're true. a drug lord, you know, in downtown, <laughs> in suburban Chicago. That's true. <laughs> oh, another. So actually, I, I have more questions. I'm go so, for it, please. How the fuck does an entire neighborhood not be home? <laughs> they're all rich. They're all super rich. They're all on vacation. They're all in Florida. They're all in Paris. <sighs> Okay. That's what the movie told us. Okay, it would, yeah, okay. I know. It's just, <laughs> question you know, is why? Why? Why were these? Right. Why were these two guys so insistent on robbing a house that's been heavily booby trapped? Well, you you saw what uh, Harry explained it because he, he said that he went in the houses right as a uh, cop and right, he knew yeah. what he was case, inside. He cased the houses, correct, correct. And he yeah, said remember, that's the prize. That's, that's the a prize. magnum opus or something. That's why we're on this block just for that house. So he was not gonna give up. Um, Even after he freaking Raiders of the Lost Ark burned their doorknob <laughs> into his head. <laughs> that was so smart. I love what the continuity. He, he's, he's got that, iron, he's got that right? M scar on his head. He used a water heater. <laughs> he heated the doorknob. <laughs> so that when Harry put his hand on, his hand on it, uh, oh, I'm gonna watch Lord. this movie again. I just saw this two weeks ago with my sister-in-law. That was such a great stupid thing, I swear. I oh, another thing I loved it 
about this was the innocence. Like it's a gag, like where he goes through his brother's things and he goes like, yeah. naked women. And he holds up a, a a copy of, of course, Playboy, with throws you, it's it. the naked women. I mean, yeah, yeah, no, of course you know. No, it's just it's just <laughs> funny because there's just so much innocence, and then he sees the girlfriend. Ew, Buzz's girlfriend. Woof. <laughs> <laughs> Apparently, that really was the dude in a wig, if I'm not mistaken. <laughs> Oh no! Because like, I, I, if I remember right, the director said he could not do that to an actual girl, oh, so they just got sweet. one of the crew put on a wig and they shot. So, <laughs> <laughs> which brings up a question my brother has asked constantly over the years: How do you cast these people for these okay, quote unquote, ugly roles? Do you tell them, okay, you're going to be the butt <laughs> of the joke for this whole movie because the gag is you're ugly, and that's why we're casting? I mean, you. like. How do you do that to a person? Like pay them enough? Oh right, good point. Money talks. Fair enough. Fair enough. I mean, if you've seen Dodgeball and what they did to Laurie Beth. (laughs) Oh, I love Dodgeball. Yep. Okay, another movie for another time. Another time. Yeah. Which is the best sports movie ever? Um, from what I remember. I don't remember if it was Daniel Stern had to replace somebody or they were going to hire somebody because they thought Daniel Stern was too expensive until at the last minute they agreed to pay him his price, his asking price. Was it? <clears throat> which one was it though? Because hmm? I, I thought he was a last minute. Yeah, I can't remember. I really or can't. was it? Or <laughs> did I mix that up with the John Candy thing? I don't. You know. had a high-profile actor who I who really did it as remember. a favor. I mean, like, I'll I'll try to look <clears throat> it up somehow. <laughs> But you know what? What you said earlier, how there's this fan theory, this internet theory, or a joke, or a meme, whatever, that Kevin McAllister grows up into Jigsaw. I believe that. I believe that. I believe that. Do you see the way he smiles? I the, totally the more know. The more pain that he puts these guys through, the bigger his smile. I know. No. It what? was not Daniel Stern who was cast. What? Daniel Stern was actually was initially cast. As Marv. And then he had to leave. But dropped out when he learned he would be working for eight weeks for the price of six and was replaced by Daniel Roebuck. Who the hell is Daniel Roebuck? By Warner Brothers. Marv. (laughs) (laughs) No, I mean in real… Who is he? (laughs) Actor-wise. Marv. No, Daniel Stern (laughs) is Marv. Who's Daniel Roebuck? Wait, hold on. Where is this source? Again, Daniel Stern came back when they paid his price. What is this sources? Hmm. No, wait, wait. Hmm. Hold on. Still reading. Still reading. <laughs> you are terrible reading. at this. Meanwhile, okay. this oh. is Daniel Robach. Yeah, that's Daniel Robach. <laughs> I think Daniel Stern was the first choice. Then they couldn't afford him, and then they figured the second guy wasn't working out, so they begged him to come back, and they paid his price. Probably that. something like that. Oh, they probably kicked out pre- the other guy. <clears throat> yeah, I think they paid him off. Oh, but it's fine. Yeah, I, mean, I, I would mean, rather have this. Worked Marvel. out. <clears throat> it worked out with Joe Pesci. Surprised he agreed to do that movie though. Um, a character that I really liked, even if we should theoretically hate her, is the mom. Catherine O'Hara as I the mom. I hate her. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> I'm like, I am. <laughs> no, no, no. I, I like As, a, as a future parent-to-be, they are not the golden standard. They're not. <laughs> but I liked that she was trying to do anything and everything to get back to her kid when her dumbass drug lord husband was doing nothing at all. She didn't even go with her. He's all like, eh, we can't get tickets. Right? Exactly. The how wanna, hard would it be to call up one of his street dealers to check <laughs> I know, up on his kids? I know. Right? I know. I know why. I know. I finally know why McAllister is rich. Why? He's the dad in White Chicks too. <laughs> 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 yes, he is. Oh, 
guys did, I. Oh, but he died already a couple of years ago. Oh, oh. no. Oh, okay. I'm sorry. I he did? It. Yeah, I think he did. That's so sad. While Catherine O'Hara just blew my just blew my <laughs> mind in Shit's six Creek. seasons of Shit's Creek. She is amazing in that. She's brilliant. She's brilliant. Wait, so are… She was good in Beetlejuice. So are the daughters… Yes. In, are the daughters in White Chicks like his other family? Maybe. Maybe he ditched… You know, the others because he got tired of leaving. And them. that's why Kevin became a serial killer because that fucked him up. Because the drug lord dad left them. Yes. And made a new family. Yes. With socialite daughters in the Hamptons. Yes. Who are airheads. They were. Well, that's true. I can't believe you said that. You were thinking it. But you said it. <laughs> <laughs> Can we please do an episode on white chicks in the future? Yes. <laughs> oh, we'll, be, we'll have to put disclaimers on that. That will be insulting so much people. I hope so. <laughs> <laughs> so, okay. This is my new headcanon. After, sometime after the events of Home Alone 2, the father decides this bunch is not worth the trouble. <laughs> He's going to take his drug operation and move up north. Maybe he'll settle in New York. And he starts a new family. Wait, weren't they based in… Makes two daughters. Chicago. Oh, wait, no. Yeah. In Chicago. That's why they went to New York in the second movie. He was casing the joint. <laughs> Checking out the competition. <laughs> no, they didn't go to New York oh, in the second movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They they went to Florida in the second movie. Events in the second movie led him to somebody in New York, and that's that's yeah. how he chose to move to New York. When did White Chicks come out? Two thousand and three. Two thousand and three. No, he had to have had the family already because they were already teenagers by the time of White that, Chicks. That's mm. why he doesn't he, give a shit about his wife going back home because he's, he's got another wife. Yes. <laughs> Sense now. <laughs> Theories, everyone. Does Latrell know this? <laughs> is Latrell a customer? <laughs> Maybe. I mean, he, he. You've seen how big Latrell is. Mm-hmm. Maybe it was. And he had that. He had that drug to like kind of date rape one of the girls, right? Maybe it came. <laughs> it would be so <laughs> ironic if it came from one of their dads. Oh my god! <laughs> it came from their dad. Good uh, lord. No, but I, I. I like. I like the, the white chicks Home Alone connection. <laughs> no! It's the new headcanon. It's never going to go anywhere. Woo. Wow, it goes totally different <laughs> so directions. So many levels. Like, uh, <laughs> you have a comedy aspect. Okay. You also have like a serial killer aspect. Okay, alright. Going back to Misha's no, uh, point. Honestly, I like… I can see… She's… Again, we're supposed to hate this character completely. But I just can't bring myself to… Because you can… She's acting her ass off and trying to get home. Fine. She's trying to you know, give up her jewelry, her plane tickets yeah, and all of that. And she's like groveling to Wasn't these people. was she trying to sell what? a Rolex or trade a Rolex? For- <laughs> that she didn't even know if it was real or not. Because you know, her drug lord husband you know, <laughs> probably went cheap on her. I don't know. <laughs> Why was the drug lord husband not there? You know? Because they're in the suburbs. Have- they were the hidden family. Oh god. <laughs> oh wow. The one in the Hamptons was the show family. Suburbs Hamptons. I see. I suburbs see. Hamptons. That's right. That's right. Makes sense. <laughs> Holy shit. He's fucking rich. <laughs> Isn't that a sign? <laughs> mm. You know, another crazy thing that 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 really stressed out the producers was that it was um, all of that snow you see that wasn't there originally, and then it snowed while they were shooting. So from that point on, to make the continuity match, they had to fill the whole neighborhood with fake snow. 
Jeez, <laughs> that were, is so hard. They were so upset that they had that. Oh my God, where'd all this snow come from? Now we have to match this crap every time. Well, Aww. you know, they were filming in Chicago. Oh yeah, that's a good point. <laughs> <laughs> that's a good point. You know, weather weather theirs isn't reliable. <sighs> you know, Home Alone Two is one of the first movies I saw in the theater, and I remember being so excited when it came out because it's just you know after seeing the first one over and over and over again on whatever VHS Betamax I don't even know what. By the time the second movie came out, you know it was just one of these things you just had to see, yeah. and I remember laughing like an idiot in the th- in the theater. Because, you know, you know, it's one thing you're seeing something on a little screen at home. Like this 29-inch, whatever the hell, 20-inch. And then you're seeing it big and huge. That you don't stop to think how stupid it is that you're watching. <laughs> that all the exact same things that happened in the first movie are happening again. You see, I've never… I mean, like, I've never had that experience. Because the first time I've seen Home Alone was already, a, you know, on home video. Yeah. So, I, I really, I'm really curious to see that in a, you know, on a big, on a cinema. I want to experience that now. Oh man, I miss cinemas in general. Gags would have been so much bigger. <laughs> mm-hmm. Or that sadistic smile when he inflicts pain would have been so much creepier. Oh, that's true. Mm-hmm. Jigsaw. Jigsaw. You know, we could just change the title to Home Alone to Jigsaw, the beginning. <laughs> in a world. We can call it Pre-Saw. <laughs> I'm sorry, I tried. I don't want to try anymore. <laughs> But it, <laughs> he's laughing at me, not with me. I don't like this. <laughs> so am I. Anjo is shaking his head, ladies and gentlemen. And uh, I, I can't blame him for this one. <laughs> yeah, it's your second strike after House. <laughs> That's never happened before. I wish this movie was called House Alone. <laughs> Oh my god. You're never going to live the list down. Good lord. (laughs) But there's just something… I mean amidst all the cartoon stupidity and violence and silliness and crazy stuff that happens… I don't know. I still get a warm fuzzy feeling from this movie honestly. From the first one especially because it had so much heart. Mm -hmm. And the score really helps sell it. John Williams. John Williams. Beautiful. No, wrong movie. What the hell was that? No, sorry, wrong movie. Anyway. It sounded like the start of Game of Thrones. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> anyway. No, I mean like apart from the, the scene in the church with the old neighbor. Mm-hmm. I mean the mom was also, you know, somehow yeah. heart in the in the heart of yeah. the movie. Because, you know, she she went through hell. Yes. Where her No hus- thanks to her husband. No thanks to her husband. You know, who just probably miraculously had a G4 on the runway. You know, miraculous. Maybe <laughs> miraculously makes it home in time for her. You know, for him to be able to catch up with his wife for Christmas Day. Yeah, fine. Even she really had to like rudely take the telephone from a French lady who was having a conversation. That's true. <laughs> but fine. Okay, do anything here for your kid. I get that. But That's fair. Okay. okay, fine. If she wasn't irresponsible in the first place, we wouldn't have this movie. Yeah. Fine. <laughs> That's true. But what? Wait, what's also what's also pretty amazing is that one of the kids, one of the McAllister kids, mm-hmm. is older Pete from the Adventures of Pete and Pete. No way. Yeah, look it up. Look it up. The one who's not Danny Tamborelli? Yes, the older Pete. Right. He was one of the McAllister That's kids. That's right. Yeah. In all his role. pale ginger glory. Yes, this is just us 90s kids talking. <laughs> Speaking of, we have to see that new documentary. Uh, that Nickelodeon documentary about Nickelodeon in the 90s. I can't remember what it's called. It's like the orange years or something like that. The orange years? Are we talking about redheads and Pete and Pete? 
And you know, their logo is orange. I know, I know, I know. I don't even know what. So, we are now in an age of reboots, sequels, prequels, and all that. And I heard that Ryan Reynolds just got the rights to something called Stoned Alone about a guy who gets left in his home for the holidays <laughs> oh by his family <laughs> and he proceeds to get as baked as humanly possible. Oh my god, it sounds like an early 2000 Ryan Reynolds movies. Chris Columbus has already called it a crime against cinema that it's even being discussed. <laughs> what like are Harold your, and Kumar. What are your thoughts? I would watch Harold and Kumar. Oh my god, it would be so cool if Harold and Kumar show up while he's stoned. Yeah. And then they all go to White Castle. Oh, that's gonna be cool. Yeah, but they can't find their car because some dude, you know, where's where's his car? I don't know. And then Ashton Kutcher's there. Like oh every God. stoner ever is in this movie. Pineapple Express. <laughs> oh, oh. So they bum a ride from from Seth Rogen, his dealer. <laughs> <laughs> I would watch that movie. Well, I'm just glad it's not a remake. So any other version stoned Ryan Reynolds as long as he takes his shirt off. I'm fine. I knew you. Again. I just <laughs> Again. Say that. Priorities. I know. Are you shocked? I'm not shocked. No, no I'm not. <laughs> of course you're not. But <laughs> that aside. Okay. Yeah. I would, I'm fine with it. As long as it's not a we're doing another reboot. Mm-hmm. We're finding another Kevin. Which oh, good luck with that. Good luck with that. Finding another mom. Finding another Harry and Marv. Mm-hmm. So. I'm just the glad hardest, it's not a remake. The hardest one to find is probably a new Kevin and a new the new a new Marv. Oh, even Harry's hard to yeah. replace. Yeah, they were all pretty good in this one. <laughs> I mean, honestly, like, Joe Pesci has been in a lot of like um, iconic films, but like you said, you know, um, these people are probably going to be best remembered for their appearances in this movie because this is the one that's going to be played over and over again, year after yeah, I year. Mean, I've seen it. I've seen this movie at least once a year. Yeah. And it's, sure. not, it's not going to work as a remake in current time because… Hello? Cell phones. Right. Exactly. And also, you know, it's probably politically incorrect to do half the things that he does to those people. Really? It's cruel and inhuman, actually. <laughs> I mean, Jigsaw. I, <laughs> Jigsaw I, McAllister. I mean, I mean, he is defending his home. Yeah, but again, cruel and unusual. No, remember that YouTube video where they tested out the damage that, that his yeah, they would have been do. dead in the first two minutes. I mean, like, I mean that that paintball gag on the stairs that would have killed them. Mm-hmm. Paint cans, sorry, paint cans, <laughs> or the BB gun, shotgun to the face. Yeah, with how jaded the world is now, they're probably not gonna believe it anymore. Mm-hmm. Yeah, as as even if they have the intention of really making it like full of wonder and imagination and adventure and innocence, it's like, nah, I don't think. Maybe it's it was a period work. piece. Then they could justify not having the cell phones. But then again, the parents would still have to be horrible people. Well, yes. that would also still make sense. There are a lot of horrible we've, parents. We've now. established that the dad is a horrible person. <laughs> he's a drug he's, dealer. He's a drug he's dealer a drug <laughs> with more than one family. I know. But the mom, maybe she's just, you know. Because, like, you know, doing the math, you know, the, the, the what's the name of the sisters from White Chicks? Uh, they they would have to be like you know just under ten years old to be teenagers. Vanderbilt, the, the Vanderbilt sisters. Yeah, they'd have to be Vanderbilt. just under eight, like under ten years old to be like eighteen, nineteen year old he debutantes. Was a double life in the year two thousand. <laughs> in a world where a serial killer. Was but born. to be fair, we <laughs> kind of got our reboot slash sequel. Um, Macaulay Culkin appeared recently in an ad for Amazon. 
where oh, he reprised this. He reprised the role of Kevin McAllister and he reenacted a lot of the stuff. He was jumping on the bed. Oh, he, I saw this. He I was did not see this. he was eating pizza by himself. Oh. He was eating wasn't he eating that huge um ice cream bowl? And, and but, but so. you know, he wasn't just alone. Yeah, I think you're right, but at least this time he wasn't alone. He had Alexa to talk to. <laughs> okay, I'm watching that as soon as I get home. It's a fun ad. It's a fun ad. So at least he seems to have made peace with this role that made him famous. The role that he tried so hard to get away from. I don't know if you guys remember, but after doing the first Home Alone, his next role was as a freaking serial killer. I'm not even kidding. It was Wasn't called that, that, The Good Son. Yeah, with, um, with Elijah, Elijah Wood. Wood. Wasn't he adopted there? And then he tried… He's, and then the… the Huh? No, one he's of not them adopted. Was adopted there. One, but one no, of no, the no, brothers was trying to kill the other. Yeah, no, no, no. Um, Elijah Wood is the cousin. I think his family died, so he's sent to live <sighs> with Macaulay Culkin's family because that's his cousin, right? Yes. And then he finds out that his cousin Macaulay Culkin is a psycho, and this is right after Home Alone. So when you see him killing a cat with a nail gun and Marv, pl- planning, <laughs> planning how to kill his younger sister and make it look like an accident. Yeah, it's just messed up. It's super messed up. Jigsaw. Yeah, there you go. That's why. Jigsaw. Jigsaw. So are we saying that The Good Son is a continuation of Home Alone? Maybe. Yeah, oh, good maybe. lord. Yeah, it kind of makes sense, doesn't it? Mm. So many theories. I know. This I was love post-New it. York. This was post-New York um, McAllister. Kevin McAllister. <laughs> the release dates don't work, but I'll go with it. Yeah, okay. Could mm-hmm. be. Could be. You know you know how, how prequels work. Or… <laughs> Fine. Basically, at the end of the day, Home Alone is Die Hard in a house, but it has <laughs> it has no. It really is. It is. <laughs> it is. So I still love it as a Christmas movie. Okay, it gives me the fuzzies. Which and one? Die Hard. Both of them. <laughs> I love Die Hard as a Christmas movie. Don't get me started. <laughs> but this this one really works. You know, you could put it on after. Whatever Christmas movie you got. Christmas Carol, Love Actually, you name it. Home Alone is right up there. And um, yeah, I, I like it. it I, I always have it on every year. It's one. It's on my rotation. And 30 years in, it still, it still works. Yeah. Once you ignore that, everything could be solved if they had cell phones or competent parents. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, to be fair, I've seen it more than… I mean like… I've seen it… More than 20 times now. I mean, on average. If Same year. Like yeah. We've seen it every year. Every year. At least once. Because, you know, I mean, the plot has a lot of conveniences and contrivances for things to happen the way they do. The neighbor's kid comes along, so he gets into the head count. <laughs> Annoying kid, by the way. The only alarm In Tagalog, clock. ang tawag sa batang yun ay usitero. Epal. Epal. <laughs> o sa mas malutong na term ay epal. epal. How about the part where the only freaking alarm clock in the house is electric powered? <laughs> how does that work? Because they're rich. <laughs> And I don't care how near the airport you live. Ah, it's a social commentary on how people are so dependent on technology. Well, what? I Deep. Don't, I don't care how close to the airport you live. There's no way you can get how many? 15 people? 16 people? Organized. Organized. That quick. Showered. Dressed. Packed. Get into the car. Travel. Get to the airport. I don't think get people, through check-in. Get through immigration in 45 I, minutes. I don't think they'd shower though. I mean it's cool. Okay but still 45 minutes? Yeah, even just like gathering people. Yeah. Th- that many would take forever. You no, know, mm-hmm. remember when Misha and I traveled going to Singapore and that was just five of us. It's hard enough. Yeah, that was terrible. <laughs> that was terrible. Basically, whenever, whenever somebody in that group says they're on their way, that means they're probably just thinking about being no, on their way or they're getting out of bed. I, I picked you up and I was early. And Misha, 
And Misha in the airport was, it's nice being early in the airport. <laughs> Misha was like, and I was like, you've never been to the airport this early? No. And then Misha goes like, what do you say? Half the time you're just running from the gate. Yeah. Uh, just running from immigration to the gate. Uh-huh. <laughs> That's why when I get into my seat, I just pass out before I even take off. Because I'm like so Misha. exhausted. Sounds exactly like Misha. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Also, I do all my packing three hours before the plane takes off. <laughs> <laughs> I cannot defend this. But again, I'm not in charge of an eight-year-old. So I don't need to be that level of responsible. I'm not having kids after watching these movies. <laughs> I don't want kids. Okay. I don't want this responsibility. Hey, but if your kid could do that, props to you. I don't want him to grow up to be a serial killer. Props to… Oh, wait. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to go with if he could defend the house that way. Fine. Let him, Yeah, sure. Good job. But It's still a theory. So, you know. I mm. believe it. I also believe it. Yeah. I also believe that Let his father know. gave birth to the Vanderbilt twins. <laughs> <laughs> Same papa. Lots of crazy theories on this episode. Let us know if you have any anything that would blow our minds or you know what you think of these theories. Mm-hmm. Might expand on them. And okay, you can also tell us how much you love Home Alone. <laughs> tell us what your favorite traps were or tell us how <laughs> you would defend your house. Or just tell us why you love the movie. Yeah. Most important part. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you you got to do the thing with the cheeks. You got to put your hands on your face. <laughs> this has been Sofa Tours. I'm MJ. I'm Anja. I'm Misha. Yay, Bye. no latency. Woo!